All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. And Sports 1440, Orders Nation YouTube, Jason Greger, alongside Doc Connor Halley, coming to you live in the E-Well Studios, E-W-E-L dot C-A for all your electrical needs. And like you, uh, they are hoping another spark tonight for the uh, Edmonton Orders. And uh, hey, if you need a spark for your project, well, they can help you out. More than just a electrical provider that can help you out with projects, even storage, E-W-E-L dot C-A. The uh, orders, of course, taken on the Seattle Kraken tonight. Sam Gagne returns to the lineup. Evander Kane or Adam Ernie will be coming out. Uh, Kane uh, nursing a little bit of a hand injury, so uh, he'll be a game-time decision. Burakovsky's also a game-time decision for Seattle. Uh, Vince Dunn is 100% out, so uh, that'll be his third straight game. He misses on the back end for Seattle. Big blow for them. Uh, he is their best defenseman by far. <laughs> really good puck mover for them. And, uh, man, the Texas keep coming in at 833-401-1440. Uh, a lot of people uh, were mentioning uh, Open Range as another uh, good Costner movie. Uh, 13 Days, Declan uh, said, hey, big fan of uh, 13 Days. Also, uh, Lindsay uh, chimes in with Hidden Figures. Man, there's so many of the Costner flicks. See, there's a lot, Connor. There is a lot. They're good. Also, Andy's up to uh, 400 on the club seats for tonight. Oilers taking on the Kraken. Center ice, baby. These are unreal seats. Best seats in the house. Uh, 400 bones. It's a steal right now. Andy has it and uh, all the money. Whoever uh, wins, uh, you'll make uh, your uh, donation. Get your tickets. going to go to the uh, Brownlee GoFundMe campaign for his wife, Ann Lynn, and son, Sam. So uh, see the orders potentially win their 12th straight tonight from the best seats in the house. Oof, right at center ice. Nice. Let's uh, get to the spec report now. Uh, Mark Spector from uh, Rogers Sportsnet uh, joins us. Spec, good afternoon. How are you doing? 
Awesome, man. How you doing? Oof, I am. Uh, I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd actually be better. I, I wish Seattle would have won their last two games because then we'd have two teams going at it on eleven game winning streaks. That would just be even uh, juicier. <laughs> but uh, they're nine and two in their last eleven. They're still good, but uh, without Dunn, they're definitely not as dangerous. They're not a great dangerous uh, defense <laughs> offensive team anyway. But um, you know, the Edmonton owners, I was crunching their numbers, man, and it becomes more impressive when you consider McDavid's had one point in eight of the eleven games in this uh, winning streak, uh, and, and he's played very well. So I'm not knocking him. It just illustrates that the team is has learned to, to win without having to rely heavily on him but I will say this their first periods there's a little bit of a trend here they've allowed the first goal six times in this stretch and four in the last five games they've been playing a little bit of catch-up they don't have a goal in uh, in this in six first periods after uh, only going eight of the first 29 games without a goal um, their starts have been maybe one of their weakest points here in the last few weeks yeah, that's strange, too, because the funny thing was when they were in the worst part of their yeah. year, they were starting pretty good. Remember yeah. all those 2 nothing leads they blew? <laughs> yeah. So sometimes sometimes those stats don't mean something, and sometimes they don't mean a darn thing. So um, I think, that, you know, the, the, McD- the McDavid stat to me is very meaningful. This, you know, everyone's accused the orders of, of sort of only going as far as McDavid's offense can take them. Well, that's not happening. And the other one for me, Jay, is the power play, right? This this team has has been and has been accused of being power play reliant, and the power play is not getting bringing them anywhere here. It's it's frankly been very average for the most of this winning streak. So, winning games where McDavid doesn't carry you and Drysaddle, and winning games where the power play doesn't carry you, that to me is is a major step forward for this hockey team. Yeah, hundred percent, one hundred percent. The uh, the Kraken. I thought would come back down to earth at least offensively from last year, and and that has happened. Uh, and no Vince Dunn tonight makes a is, a is a huge blow for them. But their second pair tonight, I'm very interested, especially if Kane plays. What's I guess let's start there. What's your what's your sense on Kane's availability tonight? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, unfortunately, they didn't practice today, so we didn't even get a glimpse. Now he tends not to do morning skates. Yes. Um, I haven't. You know what? I'd be lying if I said I had any real intel into the injury, so uh, I can't tell you. What do you, you know anything? Well, I just it's a nurse and a hand injury. I just don't know how serious it is, right? Like he he's oh been banged up quite a bit. Um, actually, I thought he was pretty good in that uh, Toronto game. So and and I look and the reason I was saying if Kane's in the lineup on that with Drysital. You know they and if if they're going to have Larson out against McDavid's line a little bit, that Alexiak Borgen pairing, big physical man, that would be a great matchup against a dry subtle Kane. Yeah, and you know what? Like this is one of those games where you're going to have your turn being the team that just played five road games and is tired as heck. You're going to have your t- t- turn being Seattle that. I mean, Larson just got back from being sick. He's back tonight, I think, his first game. He's missed a couple. Uh, Beneers isn't playing, right? Dunn's not playing. Grubauer's not playing. They got something running through their room. They've been on the road for five games out east, and then the schedule maker gave them one back here in the mountain times on the way home. I mean, I was saying to Kev this morning, these guys got out of bed this morning, and every one of them said, okay, what town am I in? Is this a game day or a travel day? And what time zone is it here? Like they're, and again, they've got three or four or five guys that are under the weather that are playing anyhow because they got to feel the team. This is the most beatable Seattle Kraken team you're going to see in 82 games tonight for the Edmonton Oilers. 
Well, and the Oilers kind of beat them for fun. Um, they're seven and two all time against the crack and they've outscored them 41 to 26 in, in all seven wins. They have at least four goals. So, um, Seattle has, and, and you look, the Oilers, this run where they're 22 and six, it started in Seattle on Remembrance Day. Uh, that's right. Is that the game? I was Woodcroft's last. Is game. that the last game that Jay Woodcroft coached? Yes. Yes. But the decision yes, was made prior the to the game, game that we learned afterwards. Oh, so, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. No, Knobloch had been hired. They just hadn't got him to town yet. And, uh, yeah, that was it. That was the, the nadir of this team came two nights prior in San Jose. They lost to the Sharks and fell into a tie for 32nd place. And I think it was pretty much consensus that it, they'd waited long enough and it was time to change the coach. And, you know, I'm not blaming Jay Woodcroft for this, believe me, but I would have a hard time hearing anybody make a case that that was the wrong decision, wouldn't you? Uh, yes. If you look at it now, when you look at the combination of Knobloch bringing in coffee, augmenting Stewart to run the penalty kill. It's not just being one there. It's, it's being, you know, a few pieces were moved around the chessboard and there's no one out there that could, could have envisioned. I'm even sure if you ask the orders like 22 and six, come on, no one like I, I pretty <laughs> sure spec. This is the best 28 game run in French tied for the best in franchise history where they won 22 games over a 28 game stretch. And um, the NHL record for, for uh, most wins in a 30 game stretch is 27 set way back in 1930 by the Boston Bruins. But there's been a lot of teams recently that have had like a 24 wins in, in a 30-game stretch. And, and the Edmonton Oilers, you know, they're knocking on the door in that here if, if they can keep this run going. Right. And, I mean, now we're talking 30 games. That's, all. That's <laughs> you know, 40% of your season, doing the math in my head, right? I mean, uh, uh, certainly this this 11-game winning streak is more than an eighth of your season now that you've won every game like this is it's it's really significant and I, I as a journalist I always say don't freak out over things that happen to a hockey team in December and January because you know we know that there's a long way to go here but uh it's you sure have a hard time looking away from what's going on here they're playing you know I I've not it's one thing to watch a team win, and we've seen the Oilers get on some heaters where everybody's scoring and they're beating everyone for fun. They've been winning these games a whole different way here. They're winning on goaltending. They're winning on responsible defensive play. They're winning on on belief and structure. Like, none of this stuff is ever said in the same sentence with a red-hot Oilers team in the past. This is a completely different deal. I, I'm having a whole fresh look at what I'm seeing here, and, you know, I get it. It's only January. I'm not awarding any Stanley Cups, but all those boxes that need to get checked for this team to be a real strong playoff team, I'm watching them get checked off one by one here. Spec, the orders have been incredibly patient, Ken Holland, uh, during this time. And I, I know it's the American League, but when you consider how Pickard's played, and now Jack Campbell in his last 10 games has a 920 in the American League. Now, granted, it hasn't been that busy. Um, got the scouting reports from some people. It's not like, you know, he's having to stand on his head or anything, but he's making saves, which is, you know, that's the first step 
uh, for him. I'm not saying that, the, you know, he's the answer by any stretch, but I wonder if you look at Pickard's play here and the fact that Campbell and Rodriguez are both playing well in the American League, if the orders just say, okay, you know what, we're going to focus on our additions being defense and forwards, and if we have a, an issue in goal, we'll solve it internally because there's no one externally that's clearly better when you consider they do have some other areas they might want to improve. Yes. Uh, you know what? Every team in hockey, because of the cap, Jay, they have to make a decision at where are we going to have a little weakness? No one gets to be happy with all their 12 forwards, all their you know eight defensemen going to the playoffs, and their two or three goalies. No one gets to be happy with all those areas, right? Because mm-hmm. it's a cap. So you're going to miss – you're going to look at one of your areas and go, hmm, it's going to have to do for now. Uh, I think the way Pickard's playing and with what you described going on in the minors and the way Skinner's playing, really – um, I think that if this continues down this road, that, that Ken Holland's going to say, okay, I can live with this. <laughs> you know, I'm not telling you he's going to go past the trade deadline and say, I love this, but I think he's going to say, I can live with this. And I only have so many assets to spend. I'm going to spend them elsewhere. That's what, that's where we're trending in my opinion. Yeah. Hey guys, uh, how much is removing Campbell from the roster contributed to the order success with Skinner finding his game? Um, him being the full-fledged number one. What, what do you make of that? Do, do you think that it relieved pressure from Skinner? I'm not sure I buy it, but I'm, it's it's an interesting question from Ed. I, it is an interesting question. Here's I would say this. I don't think it's got anything to do with Skinner. I think that it affected the Edmonton Oilers team when Campbell got a start and every guy in that room knew that he was he – was, not in the right headspace that he was hoping to do well, not expecting to do well anymore. I think that that I think the team tired of having a goalie trying to find his game. I think it wore on the team. I don't think it wears on Skinner because he's sitting on the bench and when he plays, he plays fine. So in my opinion, I think that the team is happy to have Campbell back but not while they're trying to nurse them along. I think we've had about enough of that here. I think this team's looking to win. And if sadly, this is pro sports, right, Jay? If Campbell can't help them win, they don't want him here. If he can help them win, they'll open their arms to the guy because everyone knows everyone loves this guy. But I think the day of helping him along and coddling a guy who's fragile, those days are gone at Edmonton for me. The, uh, that is that too harsh, Jason? No, I, I don't think so. Like you, like it's. I, I could see if if Campbell had only done it for seven games, you'd say, okay, you know what? They probably wouldn't have sent him down. But there was a few things yeah, at play. Sending him, send, yeah, exactly. And sending him down did free up more cap space, so they could bring up another player, right? So they had a little bit more flock uh, roster flexibility. So I, I think there was a combination of uh, of many things involved here but this was not just a oh we've had a rough 12 games to start the season right like it was much more than that i i honestly believe that last season everyone was re- you know in the dressing room i'm talking about the players like i don't discount what you just said about cap space and bringing guys up in my opinion jay and i'm not trying to prove you wrong here but in my opinion players don't care about that stuff that's front office stuff yeah yeah no right? i agree with players from that players care Players care about winning tonight. And for a while, they'll take one of their own and they'll carry him along and they'll help him along and they'll they'll wait for his game to arrive because everybody knows, you know, but for the grace of God, that might be me one day. So I hope the bus waits for me when I'm a little bit slow. But 
into the second season of waiting for yes. Jack Campbell's game. It's my, you know, semi-educated opinion here that the rest of the team says, hey, man, the bus has got to go. The train's leaving the station. If you're not on it, go to the minors, figure your game out. But we can't wait any longer, Jack. And I don't think that's unfair. Oh, God, no, no. I would agree wholeheartedly on that. I uh, I was saying, but that's my point. Had it been just seven games at the start of the year, they wouldn't have made the move. But this was a lot bigger. It was a lot longer of an issue. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Absolutely. I'd agree wholeheartedly on that one. Spec, we will uh, see you down at the rink tonight, and uh, we'll see if the orders can get to an even dozen. Wow. Dozen games in a row. I that's, know. That's craziness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, man. See you at the rink. There you go. That's uh, Mark Spector in the Spec Report brought to you by nextgentransportation.com. Uh, we'll get to the uh, roster. We'll get in the room as well. Also, uh, Andy has it right now. Uh, two club seats for tonight's Oilers-Seattle game at $400. Great seats straight right at center ice. If you want to go, 833-401-1440. Top the bid. Uh, all the money raised is going to the uh, Robin Brownlee GoFundMe campaign, which is off to a great start, man. We're up uh, close to uh, 70% of uh, our goal already in only a few days, so that's awesome. 833-401-1440. If you want to go tonight, orders and cracking right at center ice. On The Gregor Show, presented by PlayAlberta.com. 527, as we roll through a lovely Thursday afternoon, please have your lights on. Drive safe. It's a little slick out there in certain places around the city, so give yourself a little extra space. We don't want any of you to have a fender bender or anything worse. On your way home, you want to get to the game. Maybe you're going to the game if you want to go to the game. 400 bucks of a steal right now for Andy. Sitting at center ice, man, for the orders cracking tonight. I love it. I love it. Hey, it's all going to Brownlee. It's uh, family for the uh, GoFundMe campaign, but uh, Andy's going to get a good deal right now. you got about uh, 20 minutes or so left. Uh, we're actually going to cut it off at 5.50, just give a little bit more time. So uh, there you go. got uh, 22 minutes to be exact. If you want to go, you can text in your bid at 833-401-1440. Jason Gregor, Connor Halley with you. And uh, let's get to uh, the uh, lineup now brought to you by Sherwood Power Sports and Marine. They'll be the exclusive spot in Sherwood Park for all things Yamaha. Which includes uh, Yamaha boats, boat motors, dirt bikes, side-by-sides, ATVs, motorcycles, and more. That's Sherwood Power Sports and Marine teaming up with a Yamaha. The uh, orders lineup tonight, uh, we don't know it 100%, but uh, here's what we know. Skinner will start in goal. You'll have Nurse with CeCe. You'll have Ekholm and Bouchard. You'll have Kulak and DeHarnay. The McDavid line will be the same. After that, it's a little bit of questions because we know Sam Gagne's in. If he comes in, and that's the only change, then he'll just take uh, Ernie's spot, and uh, you'll have Drysaddle with Kane and Fogel, and uh, then you'll have uh, Ryan uh, and, and Yanmark on the uh, on the third line. But if Gagne is out, then they might move McLeod up to the second line and have Derek Ryan uh, centering on the uh, third line like they did for a few games. So because Evander Kane is like a game time decision tonight for the Edmonton Orders, uh, nurse a little bit of a, a hand issue, sounds like. So there you go. Uh, Seattle, they're banged up. Beneers, not playing. He's sick. You have uh, Vince Dunn out. And uh, Burakovsky's a game time decision. We do know that Joy Decord will start in goal. He's been very good. Uh, Riker Evans will play with Adam Larson. Jamie Alexiak, Will Borgen, big physical second pair. And then Brian Dumoulin and uh, another former writer, Justin Schultz, on the third pair up front. Thomas Tatar, 
Jared McCann, and Jordan Everly, former owner. Uh, Jaden Swartz, Alex Wenberg, Brandon Tanev. You'll have uh, Tolvanen, Yanni Gord, Bjorkstrand, and then John Hayden, uh, Ty Carty, and uh, former owner, Kyler Yamamoto. Lots of former owners in the game tonight. Now, Burakovsky might play. He'll be a game-time decision, so we'll find out in warm-up. So, uh, Everly, Yamamoto, Larson, Schultz, all uh, ex-orders tonight uh, looking to go for the Seattle Kraken. The Kraken had won nine in a row, but uh, then uh, they lost Vince Dunn in Columbus. Finished the game, but then uh, didn't play in Pittsburgh or New York, and they lost both their games on Monday and Tuesday. Tonight is the final game of a six-game road trip that started in Buffalo, went to Washington, then Columbus, Pittsburgh, and New York. So a longer trip for uh, Seattle, and uh, they're a little bit banged up, a little under the weather. The orders got to take advantage. Team in the third game in four nights, it's going to, and trust me, it's going to happen lots of the orders in their final 37 games where they're going to be the team playing three games in four nights uh, quite regularly, in fact. I think they got eight of them, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe even more, actually. It might even be like nine or ten. I'll have to uh, to double-check that. But uh, they have a lot of them coming. So you know what? Take advantage. When the, when the schedule maker gives you uh, an advantage, try to take it if you can. I think the orders have done that, uh, especially this month uh, as of late. And so uh, we'll see if it uh, continues tonight. And uh, Stuart Skinner, 18-4 and four in his last 22 games with a 2.18 goals against and a 9.20 save percentage. Pretty good numbers. Real good. So there you have it. And so now as I look to, because the orders obviously, uh, they don't have any back-to-backs, but if you look in uh, into uh, February, they play uh, one. They have two, three games in in four-night sets in the uh, in the month of February. Then you get into the, uh, the month of March, and uh, they have... Do, do, do. By my quick uh, calculations, it looks like uh, they will have one. They will have two. They will have three, four in March, where uh, those are back-to-back, but also uh, three games in uh, four nights. And then uh, one, two, three, four in April. <laughs> four in April, and they only play up until the 18th, so... There you go. They'll have uh, lots of those down the stretch. So you got to take advantage of it now if you can. And uh, let's let's hear. Uh, we'll go in the room. Uh, we'll hear from uh, head coach Chris Knobloch on his first thoughts on people calling the Oilers a mature team now. Yeah, we are right now. We're showing it right now. And, um, you know, that's just like a game. There's always ups and downs. And. There's going to be more adversity and there's going to be harder adversity and we'll see how we handle that when we lose a game or two or three in a row and we'll see how we handle it. But right now, I see us being immature and uh, handling adversity very well. Uh, they have so. And uh, their captain, uh, not satisfied at all, basically said, yeah, well, you know what? we got to be higher in the playoffs. He's not like, oh, hey, we've won 11 games. Let's sit back and relax. And uh, the coach was asked just about McDavid's focus on saying, hey, they, they still got to have more. Yeah, no, we we um, we should feel good about what we've done right now. Um, we're playing really good hockey, but there's we're only midway midpoint of the season. We got a lot of hockey left, and a losing streak puts us out of the uh, playoff spot right now. And there's teams that are right behind us, and there's also teams that we want to catch that are above us. So, you know, we still have a lot of work to do. 
Very true, but uh, keep winning, and uh, they'll keep moving up. Uh, that there is, uh, there's no doubt uh, about it. And uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins just, you know, was asked about the fine line sometimes between uh, you know winning and losing, and obviously the first time in his career he's ever been on a streak like this. It, it definitely is a fine line. Um, sometimes early in the season I, we thought we were playing well, and it was a mistake here and there that uh, was costing us games. And and lately we've just done. Obviously, a way better job of staying in games and, and not having those big breakdowns that uh, lead to lead to crucial goals for the other team. Obviously, um, sometimes that happens, and you need good goaltending, and we've been getting that and uh, some big saves at huge times. So uh, that goes a long way. Um, but I think just the way that we're we're staying staying around in games and being confident and uh, trusting trusting the process, and uh, I think the last four games have have been the epitome of that it was just we're okay here we're down one okay we're down two let's just stick with it and, uh, and keep building our game and, uh, and trusting it not much to like it's interesting uh, we got to it's funny when the orders are losing the text line goes bananas but even and here's the thing like and i guess maybe maybe i gotta ask the question differently but how excited are you as an order fan right now I know people say, well, it doesn't mean anything. How can you say it doesn't mean anything? If you want to build to be a champion, it doesn't just happen when you flip your switch in the playoffs. You have to learn how to consistently play good sound defensively. Be committed to not cheating. Be committed to say, you know what? I'm not going to risk it right now. And that becomes muscle memory and it becomes mind memory. And all of a sudden you get to the playoffs where now everything's much more pressurized in a sense, but you're just like, no, I don't now suddenly have to run out of position because, ooh, it's the playoffs, right? So the fact that the Oilers, to me, how they're playing now should have Oilers Nation giddy. Like, honestly, you should be giddy. Not complaining. Like, I still see some people, oh, they want, like, Evander Kane's a bad contract. Like, pardon? Honestly. Now, usually it comes from somebody who wouldn't put their name on anything because, honestly, people would look at you and say, what? Bad contract? Are you delusional? <laughs> he has a bad con. Yeah, he makes five million bucks. He's got 14 goals. I don't care what you say. He's on pace for 60 points and 30 goals at five million. Not to mention how much, how much more physically is in any other forward you have. Like... Come on, you might not like Evander Kane. You want to dig deep into a few analytics things? Mm, you might be overvaluing them. You might be overvaluing them. That's all I'll say about that. So we'll see. Hey, boys, I am super excited. It's the most excited I've been uh, watching owners in a long time from uh, Frank. Hey, guys, I'm giddy as you know what. Let's go oil from uh, Steven. Boys, absolutely pumped. Keep it rolling. From uh, Banjo Guy. And uh, well, I'll say this about Banjo Guy. Do you know who Banjo Guy is? He sent the picture. Oh, yeah. He goes to the games. And man, like, I'd, I'd be curious, Banjo Guy, like, how long does it take for you to get dressed to go to the game? He's got the chains on, but he's got the face and his head's painted all the time. Like, I'm curious, how many hours before every game does it take for your preparation? It's dedication. Like, you don't just show up at the game as Banjo Guy dressed like that. Now, Banjo Guy, obviously, that's not what his name is when he's there. It's his, his moniker on the text line. But he sent us a picture once of how he goes to the game. But some of you have seen him there. Like, the whole head's painted, the face. It is, it's commitment. I'm curious. 
Like how long? And is there is there ones that are shorter than others? Hey guys, uh, usually it's about two to two and a half hours. Depends how much detail and Bud Lights. <laughs> now, do you do it yourself? You must have someone do it. Like, I don't know. Like, dude, I can't draw a straight line with a ruler, so I could never do it myself. But uh, uh, I'm curious. Um, so now he's painted tonight. He just sent me a picture of what he's looking like. So he's got the blue beard cons going. And, um, of course, it's uh, it's Pride Night, so he's got, uh, um, you know, some uh, colorful, the green, bright colors, green and yellows and blues and reds. Oh, my goodness. Like, that's, I mean, you got to be artistic to do that. Like, do you do it yourself, Banjo Guy, or does someone do it for you? Like, I got to think someone's doing a concert. Like, you can't yeah. look in the mirror and do that yourself. I guess you could. Like, I couldn't. But... And he does it himself in the mirror. What the? That's talent. I wonder if casual acquaintances that maybe ha- haven't seen him as Banjo Guy or at, with the makeup would recognize him or like vice versa. If he walked past. Well, he's a pretty th- tall dude. Are you seeing oh, like, okay. him? Okay. Oh, yeah. He's got to be about um, at least six, one or two, I think. Yeah. Like you, because, you know, and that's above average normal guy height. So I, I think his friends probably be like well, okay because a there's not many guys with a big goatee like that either so i would think and i could be wrong he probably might surprise a few people that he hasn't seen in a while but yeah it's uh him and um you know there's a few guys that uh that uh, that have been dressing up and painting up lately and you know what that becomes infectious you'll see more fans do it right I, the other game i walked by and uh there was just two guys random just i'd never seen before that had their face painted for a random game in uh in January. I like it. I think fans should have fun at the games. I think it's great. You ever done it? Face paint? Uh, no. I have not. I'm not a face painter. I have a Oilers luchador mask. Oh, okay. That I used to bust out when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was fun. Hard to breathe sometimes. A little harder to drink. So it, not maybe ideal like the face paint, but... Yeah. I'd bust that out again next time I go to a Well, game. that's true. It's hard to drink. Like, this thing about Banjo Guy, like, it's easy, you know, what? To, even if you want to use a straw... He can, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's no big deal. I'm still amazed he paints it himself. Two to two and a half hours. So that is commitment. You're getting off work, you're coming right home, and you start the painting. And away you go. That's nice. Uh, let's uh, let's get to the ski report, baby, because we got good news. Good news for all of you uh, skiers and snowboarders in the Snow Valley Ski and Snowboard Report. This is the Sports 1440 Ski Report. Your ski report for Thursday, January 18th, brought to you by Snow Valley Ski Club. Start your skiing journey at snowvalley.ca. Snow continues to fall in the mountains, making for soft conditions and more terrain openings at most resorts. In Jasper, Marmot Basin received 10 centimeters in the last three days. It's also Jasper in January from now until January 28th, so get out and experience the activities and events both on the slopes and around the Jasper town site. Banff Resorts also received snow with 8 centimeters fresh at Lake Louise in the past 24 hours. Norquay with 4 centimeters and Sunshine Village with 2. At Nakiska, 4 centimeters of new snow in the last day, while Castle Mountain is the powder pick for the day in Alberta with 15 centimeters in the past day and 25 over the last 48 hours. Kicking Horse, 4 centimeters new snow. Revelstoke, 3. Fernie, 9. Panorama, 11. And Kimberly, 17. Into the Okanagan, Silver Star, Big White, Sun Peaks, and Apex Alpine, all received anywhere between 5 to 15 centimeters in the last day. And down in Red Mountain at Rossland, they have 14 centimeters in the last 24 hours and finally have all lifts running for the season. 
On the Nordic side, conditions are rapidly improving with each new bit of snow the capital area receives. Edmonton's premier cross-country trails at Gold Bar and Capilano Park are in good shape, and trails to the east at Cooking Lake and Strathcona Wilderness Centre are in full operation, but more snow is still needed. Conditions also good at the Pembina Nordic Trails, a hidden Nordic gem to the west of the city. Located near Drayton Valley, the trails follow the banks overlooking the North Saskatchewan River. Conditions are fair to good out there as well at the Devon Nordic Trails, another trail system along the banks of the North Sask are a bit closer to the city. Local downhill areas all open and in very good conditions as temperatures start an upward trend heading into the weekend. That is your Snow Valley Ski Report. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Sounding good, baby. Sounding better all the time. And hey, a little bit of snow and uh, the weather is warming up. And for uh, all of you who want to get on the hill, whether you're uh, skiing, whether you're snowboarding, have some fun. Enjoy it. It'll be awesome. Uh, we'll come back. Uh, we'll get uh, more inside the orders room as they set to take on the Seattle Kraken looking for their 12th consecutive victory. We'll have some fun with numbers when we return to the Gregor Show on Sports 1440 live in Orders Nation. 547. It's a great tune, man. Great tune. Uh, congrats to uh, Andy. He is going to the game tonight and uh, making a donation for the uh, Robin Brownlee uh, GoFundMe campaign, which is uh, outstanding. So uh, once he makes his donation, uh, Connor will be sending him the tickets and uh, we'll rock and roll. So uh, that's awesome. Uh, I, I always like these texts that we get. Uh, this one comes in. Hey, Jason, I would just like to uh, do a big shout out to uh, Legacy Heating. We had some uh, furnace issues. They came and fixed it. And uh, rather than just uh, upselling us, uh, they fixed it rather than replace the furnace right away, going through a tough time. And uh, they said we'd probably get another two or three good years out of it before we need a new one. So a uh, big shout out to uh, one of your sponsors. I've heard about them lots. And uh, after the service we got, I'll definitely be using them again. Well, there you go. Nice. Well, that didn't surprise me, man. Uh, you know, Everybody at uh, Legacy. They uh, they got good. Did you see what they did? They actually uh, gave someone a brand new furnace at the uh, at the order game last game. <laughs> nice, pretty nice. So uh, I like it. Uh, they've done it on the show uh, a few times, which is uh, fantastic. So uh, 
great company, and uh, they also give back a lot. That's uh, Legacy Heating and Cooling. Uh, more inside the uh, the order room. And, uh, you know, Nugent Hopkins, obviously he's never won this many games in a row at the NHL level. But what about, uh, you know, at any other time? Has he, ha- has he had a feeling similar to what they're on right now? Yeah, no, I mean, it's uh, just as far as winning these type how of games. Playing, yeah, um, I know I'm sure we have in the past, but I think uh, to be able to, to do it on a night in, night out basis is uh is a great sign for our club great sign for the character that we have in this room um i think in the past we've we've been able to to kind of come back in games and uh and fight and claw our way back but uh just the way that we're shutting things down and not giving too much up and uh and not trying to force things and and turn the puck over which obviously leads to the other team feeling good and feeling confident uh yeah we're playing uh it's. I know it's uh, from the other side. Of it. It's a. It's a hard game to play against. It's. Uh, uh, I feel like we're a team right now. That's. Uh, it's tough to come in and uh, play against us on a night in, night out uh, basis. Uh, I think our D are just playing very solid, uh, not giving much up, moving the puck quick. Uh, obviously, like I said, goaltending has been so solid when we need big saves. They're they're coming up big for us and. Um, we're just building games throughout, and uh, it's it's definitely a different look than uh, probably what we've had in the past. But it's uh, something that I think, uh, especially later in the season, and uh, obviously the end goal playoffs is uh, it'll go a long way. It's hard not to feel good about uh, them if you're the Edmonton Oilers. Like honestly, now and, and here's the challenge: like we saw it with Boston last year, they they never. Now I know they lost in the playoffs, but. They were consistent on, and, and think about it. They were up three to one. You know, it's not that they played poorly; it's that they're organized. They're to me, I think, as good as their coach was. I felt he let them down in the playoffs by going away. What got them all the way to being a sixty-six win team? They were a sixty-six win team based on two goalies, never playing more than two games in a row from I think it was November tenth, November twelfth, the rest of the way. They never did it. So why would you suddenly do it in the postseason? It made no sense. It made, no, and I know, and the thing was, they had a chance to do it. Easily could have done it. And so, you know, a learning experience, but man, that's a hard one. And so the Edmonton orders, I think you're, now they'll say, hey, Gregor, if, if you have your starter, why would you suddenly, and we have a backup, why wouldn't you play your backup? What's the difference? Well, I think the difference is, there's lots of teams, your starter plays the majority of the game. Sometimes your starter plays seven, eight, nine in a row. And, and if you win a series early, well, now you get five or six days off. Right? You don't really normally get five or six days off in the regular season unless there's a bye week. So it's a little bit different. And there's a clear delineation between who's your starter and who's your backup. Now, if there's a blowout and you want to, to save your starter for a third period, go right ahead. No problem. But I thought Boston's mistake was they went away because they rotated all year long. Edmonton's not rotating. There's a clear starter. There's a clear backup. And I think a lot of teams, I don't, I don't buy into people think, oh, you got to do it now. You have to have two goalie system. Well, no, you don't. Tampa Bay didn't. They've won two of the last four Stanley Cups. St. Louis didn't. You look at, and so there's different ways. Some teams can use it. Colorado didn't do it on purpose. They did it out of necessity because of injury, and it worked. But neither one of their goalies was the answer. Like that, what a nine oh two and a nine oh six save percentage. It's like I think the lowest save percentage by a Stanley Cup winning team in the last, definitely in the salary cap era. So their goalies were there, but their offense 
is what won them the cup, which is great. So I, to me, the Edmonton orders, you build those foundations as skaters and you maintain kind of the similarities in the system come playoff time. There's no guarantee you win because there's going to be other good teams for sure. But you'll give yourself a much better chance to win four out of seven, which is ultimately all, it's all you want cons. That is all you want. And I think that's where the, uh, that's where the orders uh, are going right now for sure. Boys, I'm pretty impressed. The orders are playing like that. They've been this. And the thing is, it's not just for 11 games. They've done it for two months. Do you think they, what do you think their record is in the next two months? Doug. Oh God. I'd have to count the games, Doug, but let's say in their next 21 games, could they go 15 and six, which would still be really good. Like you'd be really happy. I know right now they're 22 and six. It's crazy, but could they go 15 and six? I wouldn't be shocked. Right. Even if they go 14 and seven, you're still pretty happy. You go 14 and seven all year long. You're doing really well. So yeah, I think the orders are a good team on behalf of Connor Halley. I'm Jason Greger. Enjoy the game tonight. We'll break it down, man. Maybe the orders will go for lucky 13 in Calgary on Saturday. Enjoy it. Hey, the out-of-town scoreboard, you'll be watching a lot. A lot of meaningful games. Connor will update on that as we get to a sports 1440 update. Brought to you by Douglas Mattress. Every mattress comes with a free comfort sleep bundle, two uh, uh, memory foam pillows with the pillow protector, a luxurious cotton sheet set, and the mattress protector. It's a free $650 value. Get yours now at douglas.ca slash Oilers Nation. Good night. This is a sports 1440 update. Game day, the Oilers hosting the Seattle Kraken down at Rogers Place. Puck drop just over an hour away. Make sure you keep it locked on the Oilers Nation YouTube channel for the pregame show, pregaming with Vordzi. A lot going on right now. The following games are at the first intermission. Bruins lead the Avs 3-1. Sends up on the Canadians 2-1. Wild and Lightning tied at 1 apiece. Stars trail the Flyers 1-0. Blues and Caps tied at 1. And it's scoreless between the Sabres and the Blackhawks. Later tonight, Flames taking on the Maple Leafs. The Preds in Los Angeles. Canucks host the Coyotes and the Rangers taking on the Vegas Golden Knights. In the association, in the first quarter, the Raptors trail the Bulls 27-18. One other game going on right now. Knicks up on the Wizards 18-10. Later tonight, the Thunder take on the Jazz. Timberwolves host the Grizzlies and the Pacers taking on the Kings. Edmonton Elks have signed quarterback Steve Montez. He joins the team after an impressive college career with the Colorado Buffaloes from 2016 to 2019 where he appeared in 46 games. He's also spent time with the NFL's Washington Commanders. Team also signed defensive lineman Trevon Mason who played with the Houston Roughnecks of the XFL last season recording 16 tackles, two and a half sacks and one interception in 10 games. That'll do it for us here on the Jason Greger Show. We've got Fox Sports Radio coming up at 9 o'clock and then Carius Douglas and the guest host Eddie Steele back tomorrow morning 7 a.m. to recap the Oilers and Kraken. I'm Connor Halley. This has been a Sports 1440 Update. Have a great night, everyone. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 